Welcome to this episode of the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. As you can tell, there's no fancy music. There's no fancy intro. It's just my voice. And this is what it was last week as well. I have had a little bit of a hiatus from interviewing, and I start back again this week. My podcast studio has been in construction, if you will. It should be done next week. But I'm going to go ahead and record anyway, because <laughs> that's just what we do. And so welcome to the show. If you don't know, this podcast is about being a father, being a leader, being a husband. And uh, I just want you all to step up and do a little better in life. And I want to give you tools. I want to talk to people who help you understand and can relate to the things you are going to through, have gone through, or will be going through as a as a human in this world. So, hey, today I'm going to just have a nice little short conversation with you. There's something I want to share about uh, an experience I had. So I am very diligent, if you will, about my routines and processes and being consistent. And I know it's kind of cliche right now. Everybody's talking about discipline and morning routines and ice baths and it's it's the new I do CrossFit. So I'm going to tell everybody I do CrossFit thing, all of these things above. But the truth is that for the last four or five years, I've been developing systems and processes in which I can best get myself in the best working shape, the best mental shape, the best spiritual shape I can be in so that I operate at the highest level possible. And this has helped me grow my business exponentially this year. It's helped me grow personally exponentially over the last few years. It's helped me break free of a some mindsets that have helped, held me back for many years. And these are things that I feel are pivotal in making you and myself the best men possible. One of the things I talk about a lot is how you do anything is how you do everything. And this is a really polarized, polarizing statement, and I understand that. And I, I quarreled with this a lot. And there's a lot of context that needs to be discussed when talking about how you do anything is how you do everything. Because, you know, I'm not going to pick up something off the ground with as much care as I pick up a child and move them. So that is not the context in which we're talking about. What I am talking about is the little things will make the difference in the big things. And when I'm talking about the little things making the difference in the big things, daily habits are little things. And if you've not read Atomic Habits, that book absolutely changed my world, among others. But I just reread it or re-listened to it uh, this week and last week, and I got to finish it up again. But those concepts in there are unparalleled in becoming a better human and becoming a better version of yourself and becoming a stronger version of yourself, a better leader. And if you value health and fitness, it is an incredible resource on how you can build up to the place that you want to be. And this is something I've been doing. And one of those things is, that I've done is I've created personal operating systems so that I don't forget. And I create, uh, I create habits that become rituals. I believe that when you do something so much, there comes a time when you actually switch from having to remember to do it where it's actually harder to forget to do it. Actually not working out in a day causes more friction in my life than working out. That's the point to where everything changes is when you can do something so consistently and have a purpose behind it 
that you actually prefer to do it than to not do it. And it might be something that caused you friction before. There's a lot of things that play a role in this, the way language you have. I was listening to a coach that says, you know, for him saying I'm working out or I'm getting in better shape are don't work. If he says I'm going to go work out, he has a negative connotation. So this is the power of language. He uses the word I'm training. Think about that for a minute. If you say I'm training, that sounds a lot cooler than I'm working out. Working has a negative connotation to a lot of us. So first of all, get your language in check. The other day I was rucking. Rucking is carrying a backpack that's weighted, uh, usually 25, 35, 45 pounds, somewhere in that range. And I was walking really fast through neighborhoods with my ruck pack on. And two guys were on the side of the road and they're, what are you training for? And my initial response was life. And so I said, life. And they looked at me and they just smiled and went back to their conversation. I think I really, actually, really surprised them. When you see somebody out doing something, you're like, what is their point? What, why is that guy running every day? Is he training for a marathon? And so that really shows you the power of the word. If you kind of change your mindset from I'm working out to I'm training for life, I'm training to be a husband that can provide protection and strength for my wife and family when they needed. That's pretty freaking awesome. And so I have these systems built in and I just don't miss things. I don't know what my streak is for reading the Bible, but it's, you know, over 1100 days since I've missed a day reading the Bible. And my app actually um, tracks that for me. Uh, I work out every single day, most day, two times, most times, two times a week or a day, excuse me. I do a long walk in the morning, usually with a rock pack. And then I also work out in the gym. Uh, I, I go for a run, lift weights, do a CrossFit workout, something to that nature. And then I've also been really dialing in on my nutrition. And so this all accumulated as I was, um, I also have this app, it's called the G-Code, G and it's based off a book. And it, it's something you fill out every day and it records your streak and gives you a score. So it asks things about your gratitudes. So you have to list things that you're grateful for. You have to list wins. You have to list who you paid attention to or spent your time on today, um, what lessons you learned for the day. And I've been doing this and I've missed like maybe five days in the last year and a half, two years. And I was on a streak of 340 plus days in a row. And I was also doing 75 hard. And if you don't know what 75 hard is, it's just, it's kind of a challenge. It's more of a mental challenge because I do two workouts a day. I do most, I drink the water every day. I do most of the things on 75 hard normally. But a very funny thing happened. I was on day 50 yesterday. I'd done everything I needed to do on the 75 hard program. And I got out of my office and I went into the kitchen and uh, was going to get the steaks ready to barbecue. And in the meantime, it was my wife's birthday last week, last weekend. We, we celebrated it for like four days. There's a bunch of these little cartons of ice cream. And my diet for 75 hard this time was zero sugar. And I had gone through her birthday. I'd gone through uh, this long road trip 
bring get my son a truck or a vehicle new vehicle i had endured really long crazy days and still got my two workouts in my my water and followed my diet and i got through all this and yesterday after work i was in the kitchen i opened the freezer i opened one of those little cartons and started taking i think i took two spoonfuls and popped them in my mouth and then put it back and about 30 seconds later it hit me that I just broken my streak on 75 hard. And it was at that moment, I'm like, I could say nothing about this or I can just fess up and do what I have to do. So I told my wife, I'm like, I messed up. I wasn't even thinking. It was just a natural occurrence, by the way, thinking of habits, right? Uh, so that's something I'm attacking now is this mindless eating that might be happening and I'm not even noticing it. But at that point, I had ruined my 75 hard. I, 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 lost, I, I failed at day 50. And so I told my wife, I'm like, look, you have some birthday cake left, some ice cream. I'm having a little tiny bit after dinner tonight. And, you know, and then we're back on track. And uh, I didn't binge. I didn't do anything. But so we had dinner. We had a nice steak dinner as a family of barbecued steaks. And then I took a slice of the cake that, guys, it's probably an eighth of a piece of cake. And then some ice cream and ate those. Well, I hadn't had sugar in who knows how long, much longer in 50 days. And that hit me so hard. My blood sugar spiked. My head got hot. I felt incredibly angry and frustrated. This is what happens with me with sugar. I started to not think straight and I, I literally crashed. So what I decided to do is I'm going to go for a walk because it's getting super agitated. So I went for a walk. And then my wife came home. She was out on an uh, uh, errand. She came home. She said, I want to go for a walk. So I went with the walk with her. And on that, I was a total ass to her. And I knew the whole time, everything that is happening right now is for because of that sugar, because I know how I respond to sugar. So I made one decision that then transcended to another decision, having more sugar, which then caused me to go in overload, anger, frustration, snippety mood. And then that decision and that state of mind led me to be rude to my wife. And even though I was apologizing to her, I knew mentally what was going on. For some reason, I couldn't get there. And then I hit this wall and I was tired and I was mad and I was upset. And so I laid down and I went to sleep. So we started with one mindless or two mindless bites of ice cream leading to, oh my gosh, I just failed 75 hard leading to, okay, I'm going to have a nice dinner. I'm going to have a tiny little dessert, which I did very controlled. And I'll start again tomorrow leading to massive insulin spike and all of the things that came with it for me, leading to being rude to my wife, leading to fall, crashing, like hardcore crashing and falling asleep. Guess what that led to? It led to me not following that personal system that I use to make sure that I get everything done every day. Because every night when I go to bed, I'm checking the last things off. And one of them is to do my G-code, that, that gratitude journal. So I woke up this morning and saw that I had missed that yesterday. Because the first thing I do when I wake up is I read my affirmations and they're in that app. And I check it off. And my heart just sank. And so I lost... I I. Failed at 75 hard on day 50. I missed a day on the G-code at day 342. I was really going for a year streak. And I had, was a jerk to my wife. 
all because of one simple mistake. But here's what I want you to take away from it. I set into my mind this morning, it went, went down hard and deep. I was so frustrated and I just started to go down into that deep black hole. Like, oh my gosh, everything sucks. And then I stopped and I realized a few things. Number one, failures don't define me unless I let them define me. And I was not about to take one situation in which I made a poor mistake, which had a massive ripple effect into other things that I was pursuing, set me back. It cannot set you back when you make an error. Two, I'm not going to let it define me. I'm not a failure. I'm not you know, addicted to sugar. I'm not a jerk to my wife. These were a road bump, a bump in the road that weren't going to dissuade me or get me off track at all. I changed my mindset to this would happen for me instead of to me. And so then I am taking control. I am now in control of this situation. What can I control? I can control my response. And so I controlled my response and I put it in my head. Scott, anchor this into your head. What happens when you have sugar? Anchor it into your head when you eat mindlessly. Anchor it into your head and when you get out of routine, what happens? And so today I started with zero streak on my G code. I started with uh, day one on 75 hard, which I'm just going to live the 75 hard. I don't really care about the app. I just do it anyway. And all it, all it means to me at the end of the day is I have an opportunity to get better. And so when you have things happen, trace it back to what you did, what personal responsibility you had in there. Take that lesson and move on. Today was Yesterday was not a bad day because of that. Yesterday was not a bad day. Someone could have asked me how I was doing as well. Yesterday sucked. That's how most people would respond, and that's how I used to respond. Yesterday did not suck. Yesterday was awesome. I just had an incident yesterday that caused a ripple effect that caused me to fail on multiple fa- levels. But I woke up this morning with the mindset that that is not failure if I use it to propel myself forward. And what I see out there is so many people anchoring themselves in their errors, anchoring themselves in that one thing saying, oh, I had a horrible day. Did you really? Did you really have a bad day? Even to think about your worst days. One thing bad happens, you go about your day and another thing bad happens. No, you had about five bad moments in the day. And then the rest was up to you. You decided that you were going to buy into this, I'm having a bad day mindset, and you created it for yourself. You're not having a bad day. The bad day had you. So there's a lot of lessons to be pulled out of here. One, I would highly encourage you guys to come up with systems and processes in which you can continually better yourself. Two, setbacks need to be used as propellant forward. They need to be used as anchors of what you don't want to do, but don't perseverate on it, learn from it, and move on. Four, there's no such thing as a bad day. There's bad moments and days creating your mindset in the wrong way, or you can take a hold of it and say, hey, that was a bad moment. I'm going to choose that the rest of the day is going to be awesome. Oh, another bad moment happened. Okay, that was a moment. It led to more bad things. I get it but this is still not a bad day. Those mindset changes will make a huge difference in your life. I want to encourage you to immediately attack those negative thoughts that hit you. I want to encourage you to immediately reset your mind and reset your focus when something doesn't go well or you fail or you think you've failed. 
instead of saying, oh my gosh, I failed 75 hard, what I thought was, oh my goodness, I need to find a way in which I don't mindlessly eat food because it's obviously a real thing. When I can go 50 days and work my ass off to have perfection or close to perfection in the way that I'm eating, and then one mindless minute destroys it all, it didn't destroy it all. But what it did is it unearthed somewhere for me to grow. It unearthed somewhere for me to pay attention to. Scott, you have a you have a situation in which you will eat mindlessly without even thinking. How am I going to identify that moving forward, and how am I going to change that behavior? That's what needs to come out of these situations. I hope you guys are getting something out of this. If this resonates with you, reach out to me. Let me know. Last week when I dropped my podcast, people reached out to me and told me how it meant, what it meant to them because they were going through similar things. I hope this hits with one of you, and I hope you change your behaviors. You've been listening to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. We should be back next week with a guest if you prefer those. If you like these solos, let me know because that's what keeps me going. If you don't like them, don't let me know and I won't do them as much. (laughs) But I actually really enjoy talking through my failures and my wins and what I'm going through because I feel like there's an opportunity for others to learn and that gives my experiences even more weight. Appreciate y'all. What can you do? You can share this podcast with other people. You can hit the like, uh, subscribe, whatever buttons those buttons are. And please give me a rating. I hope you have an amazing week. We'll see you next Thursday on the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. And I am pretty sure you will have a guest. We will see you on the other side.